You're listening to the Sound Atlas. Hey, welcome back to another episode. I am your exciting host, Captain Dean, live on location at Mellow Matt's Music and More, where they've got everything but music. Just kidding. They've got music and more. Uh, I am here today with my two guests, which normally I just have one. So I usually have just you know a single interview, but I've got a double interview because this is a duo called the Clover Creek Bastards. Welcome to the Sound Atlas. Hey, thanks, man. Thanks for having us. So Jimmy Shamrock and Heavy D. That's us. That's you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you those guys... are nicknames, but that's what everybody knows. Well, that's about, that's so. I'm, I'm Captain Dean. Yeah. I mean, come on, <laughs> you're in the right place. So the Clover Creek Bastards is a great name for a band. I've seen you guys in concert yeah. uh, once because you are from the Louisville music yeah, scene. Yeah, that's, that's, that's hometown for you. Playing, yeah. yeah. And I think it was about a year or so ago from where we are taping this now that I was at the Air Devil's Inn, which has a history of its own. Yeah. Beautiful old just dive bar. But it's got a great history for the city of Louisville and the music scene up there. And, and uh, Amelia Earhart supposedly got drunk yes, at that bar. <laughs> it's, it's, it's got stories, and it's a really cool place. And the vibe of it's pretty creepy almost. I've, I've read where it was haunted. I didn't have notice you seen? It. I didn't know. Yeah. I haven't noticed. Well, there's anything. stories. I've, yeah. I've read into it, you know, before we played up there. and But I've played there a couple times, and I was at a show that was a tribute show for a friend of your all's and mine, Jamie Hibbs of Gravel and Spiders, had passed away. And they put together a show to, you know, pay honor to him. And it was beautiful. And that's where I first met you guys. Yeah, we kind of didn't meet really, but we were there. Yeah, it was kind of a hectic night. Yeah, yeah. there was. It was a beautiful night, though. Yes, it was. He it, would have absolutely loved no, it. Like oh, yeah. fifty drummers to to yeah. be called the king. It's he got a fitting tribute. We opened for that show, and we don't have a drummer. And then yes. they come play right behind us, and had fifty drummers play with them. <laughs> I was one of them. <laughs> we can't find one. But yeah, we can't hear that. <laughs> Well, that would have been a good night to look for one. Right? <laughs> it's like we're paying honor to Jamie, and uh, and we're also auditioning drummers for the Clover Creek Passage. But you guys seem to have a really good thing because, um, again, I haven't heard the record. I have it now since yeah. you literally just handed it to me, and thank you for that. Um, but you guys are a two-piece band. Uh, it's If I'm not mistaken, it's guitar, vocal, and upright bass. Yeah. And you hold your own. Yep. We do well on the record. There's more. There's more to it, but what we did it all ourselves. Right. But yeah. Yeah. you can layer it up when you're recording. Mm-hmm. So if you want to put a banjo it part, sound the same live. <laughs> I mean, you can only play one instrument at a time live. So. That's true. But I mean, you're a very energetic band. Yeah. That that much I remember. It was because it's kind of a small club. It's dark. You know, and there was a, a lot of people there. But I did ca- I did have a moment where I got to sit pretty close to the stage area and watch you guys. And it was really good. And I, Thanks, man. I, I Thanks. told a few people I know from up there, I was like, man, that was really impressive, you know. And, that night we had to do, well, we filled a lot of time. Yeah. It was just yeah. us and Gravel and Spiders. Yeah. And we had to do a lot of covers. Is at that time... I mean that was only that was our have, first show in Louisville. Yeah, we didn't have as really? this band. Yeah, that's wild too. So we didn't even have the whole album that's lined out yet. So we just had kind of winged a, it. Yeah, <laughs> but we've been playing music together since high school. So yeah. we well, not, and let's get back to that because um, you're not from here. No. So as far as Bowling Green music scene goes, there's not much of a connection, if anything. We no. we played once here in another band. Okay, what was the band? Times in another band. Uh, um, Stereotypes. That was several years ago. Okay, where'd and you guys play at? I forget the name. It's a sports bar. Little Reds. It was yeah, it probably yeah, Reds Sports Bar. That was it. I have no Something idea. Like I don't even remember that. It was that. ten years ago, man. Or More better. Than yeah. yeah, maybe Reds. I remember yeah. Reds like a restaurant. No, this and was, they served like uh, breakfast food and stuff. No, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is a long time ago. They served lots of booze. Yeah, we. They, I don't. They could, that's is the, the funny story about that, <laughs> because they told us that they couldn't pay as much, but we could have a, of course a free tab. Okay, and then well, we had a three-hour set in yeah. that band. So about halfway through, they said, "You all cannot drink anymore on this tab." <laughs> we they cut us yeah. off, they but you said. Us, <laughs> yeah, they said yeah. we'll sell you some beer, but you can't 
Oh. We're done giving you free beer. Damn. Well, there's so four of us. Free just... drinks because you're in the band, but <laughs> it's a limitation. Did, I mean, I don't know. How many musicians do they deal with? We can. <laughs> who knows? Who, few, few well, can. We played, yeah. on a, we played on the back of a trailer down here, and they had a keg, and they told us we had to quit drinking out of their keg. Yeah. <laughs> That was actually for a guy who was opening a recording studio. Um, this was so long ago, I can't remember the names of any of these places. Yeah, some some things have come and gone yeah. over the years, and some things are very quick, yeah. you know, lifespan. It seemed like but some have been here be. for a long time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we, we we I mean we've been down here. This is not well, and that's foreign place that's why at first when you contacted me, I was like, but you're not from here. I don't know how to conduct this interview, but here's how I'm going to conduct this interview. <laughs> the Bowling Green music scene and the Louisville music scene are very deep in history and very rooted. And there is a lot of connection there. Yeah. Because a lot of people that live here, it's so convenient to go to Nashville. Everything in the northern Tennessee part for us musically is extremely easy to get to. The problem with Louisville and Lexington is the time zone difference. Yeah. And that's where it throws me off big time. Yeah. It's like you get a gig and you go, okay, you go on at nine, load in is at eight. Okay, eight your time, yeah. seven our time. Yeah. I get off work at five, it's already six o'clock yes. there. Yeah. By the we time I'm even past e- Elizabethtown, right yeah, because yeah. we don't live in Louisville. Oh, yeah. No, but that's the closest city. But to it's it. still close, right. and so therefore it's but maybe more easier right for you on the on the time zone change. Yeah. So How, even isn't that the dumbest thing? Yes, yeah, it sure is. A, I think it's time for Frankfurt to do something about it. <laughs> a state should not be divided in half by time. I really just have a problem with that. It is because Meade County and Breckenridge County is mm-hmm. where it, it traverses that boundary. Okay, so. But some people that that live near Meade County just stay on the Eastern Time Zone, right? And so even even at home, we have to ask, "Well, yeah, what time? <laughs> what time?" Like if you're talking, we're so talking when you to go to a other, dinner party, it must yeah, be well, confusing. Slow time, we call it slow time, fast time. <laughs> slow like, time, yeah, fast it's time. Like, and, and even the, even the way we speak about it is yeah. is I don't know. Well, there's so many bands that in my time of here of being from here and stuff including myself we we all have stories of we played this place in louisville we played with this band from louisville there's always a story from a band here that can reference to louisville as a cool place with a cool music scene and we've all got stories to tell Mm -hmm. but none of us really there's one band from here called uh solar disco force they're born in bowling green but now they call louisville home they have a better following up there. They get better gig offers, I guess, or something of that nature. And so it's rare for that to happen, but it has happened. But we all have stories and connections through other bands and stuff. And um, I think it depends on what band you're in and what kind of music it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's there's a lot to offer up there. But I know that you can be here today to refer refer to the band clover creek bastards because that's what you're here to represent that's what you're in now and you're very proud of it but i want both of you to do a little bit of history on yourselves and tell me what it was like growing up and where you're from and having more of a connection with that music scene well and this is heavy d yeah this is heavy d our actual where we grew up is actually on clover creek Okay. And so that's in Breckenridge County, okay. which is not in Louisville. It's not, you got to go, it's two counties. It's over. still considered part but of the turf, where though. Always right? worked, yeah. you know. So if if you was going to get a job where we're at, you it's either Louisville or Owensboro. And we're pretty much right in the middle of that. And okay. It's country. Right. So you're still more of on the northwestern yeah, part of the state. We're right on the river. Mm-hmm. So Clover Creek actually. Is comes into Ohio at Cloverport, which is where he grew up. Okay, school. Very nice. So, this this has all just come up because, I mean, we at the time were at, in a hiatus, and this particular thing because we were pretty aggravated with 
the, the other members. And, uh, like, so Gee, I've never experienced that you know, before. And, but it, it always seems like it's so hard to get everybody together. Yes. And that's this, why there are so many two piece bands now. Right, because we've been playing. It, this um, this is probably the fifth band we've been in together. Yeah. The two of you have yeah. been in at least five bands together. But I think so. So yeah. you're the the workhorses that have stuck it out <laughs> and survived yeah, and to keep it going because right. you actually give a shit about what you do. Whenever it falls apart, we're always sitting there like, "What did we? Yeah. Do? What, 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 so we <laughs> because just, you want to work and practice, and right? This whole actually thing just put time it. into it. And now, it's it's, so when you get this comfortable with another musician. You don't even it's the practice has already been put in. Mm-hmm. So we both got to learn the songs. We've got to keep them fresh, you right. know. But we don't even practice every week. No. We like we'll practice before show and I have got five songs that he wrote on right. this that I got to learn. That's how we do it. Yeah. It's 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 become we've made it simplified this mm-hmm. way. You do here I've recorded these things learn them you know yeah. here's a bunch of <laughs> here's a bunch of words I wrote. But you all it, have you know? a long standing Right. Friendship oh, and, and working relationships, right, so, so therefore it's easy. When we was, uh, I had just graduated high school. He yeah, was still in high school. Okay. I was looking for a drummer because mm-hmm. I was the drummer. And I was Is that a drummer. common theme? Yeah. Even and up I went there? I auditioned to be a drummer <laughs> in this band he was having. And okay. Was and then he wasn't very good. So, <laughs> so I, he's not, I just he's kept not playing kidding. drums and he played guitar and then... We got sick of looking for a bass player, so he just bought a bass. Yeah, and my, that's how I learned. That's how I started playing bass. Wow, that's a cool story. Yeah. And now let me ask you this though, because <coughs> you mentioned where you're from, it makes a little more sense to me now. I'm not as familiar with that turf between right. Louisville and it's Owensboro. Country where we grew. Very country. Yeah. Uh, I hear a lot of stories of bands that are from Louisville, but they talk about. Uh, Bardstown, and yeah. they talk mm-hmm. about even like Frankfurt and Lexington. Like, there's a little spot over yeah. there, you know. Yeah. I don't hear a lot about between Louisville, E Town, Elizabethtown, which funny story. I never knew that was the same town when I was a kid. <laughs> people would say E Town, or people would say Elizabethtown. In yeah. all my life, I think I was like 15 when I found out that it was the same place. Yeah. <laughs> Fun fact you should know. Yeah. Right? Well, then when they made that movie, you know. Well, that helped, yeah. but I, I, I've always thought E Town was like a fucking town of its own. Like, I didn't <laughs> so um, anyway, I don't hear much about the Louisville, Elizabethtown, and Owensboro Triangle which is on the banks of the Ohio River, mm-hmm. south of Indiana, and kind of a piece of what? Yeah, that's where... A small piece of... Well, you got hard. Ohio County. doesn't touch that part, though. Well, no. Ohio's up on the other side. Yeah, it's past. You gotta but go if you past. go a little bit further, you do hit the tip end of Illinois. Yeah. So you don't hear it, but I guess that's more like Paducah. Yeah. That, but yeah. still, I don't hear a lot about those areas there i know that there's some good bands that have come from owensboro and paducah but when you say that you're in between louisville and owensboro what where did you normally go did you have any involvement with the owensboro music scene we have really uh, yeah we we grew up on house shows yeah that is house shows okay because the very first show i ever played was a just a party it was, like it was, it was a graduation, graduation party, party. <laughs> and then when we showed congratulations up, there was, was two hundred people in this field that we wow. did, it, it was like desperate I, for something to yeah, do because, yeah, because there's exactly. just nothing to there's do. there's nothing to do so and, how where you're living at how far was it to Louisville and how far was it to Owensboro it's about an hour and ten minutes for each, each it's almost yeah. equal, you're literally right in the middle yeah. of it. It depends on the traffic. It's just, most of the time faster to get to Owensboro because mm-hmm. there's less it takes just to deal to with. Here. But it's yeah, yeah. It this does. Bowling Green is ex- almost exactly the same distance from us. Isn't as that Louisville. strange? Yeah, we live right in the middle of everything. I you work do, in Elizabethtown. but our our state is shaped funny. <laughs> yeah, so it's you can go from here to Owensboro very quick, and just the same as us going to Nashville. We go to Nashville all the time. It's so convenient. Louisville and Lexington seem far and i yeah. think it's because if you leave here at six you get there at eight thirty. Yeah. you know it's like but then it's nine thirty, and yeah. it's just strange you know it's like it it's like you lose time going to these places but well that we talk about it all the time because i'm doc brown <laughs> 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 
I gotta go get my DeLorean. And yep. Yeah, it's it, it's it's the worst. But I mean, we're used to it by now. Yeah, I would I would think that you are, especially if you're closer to it. The time zone shift here for us is a good hour from here. Yeah, it's we're a, very very central time here. We don't have to really deal with it over there. You yeah. do. It's it, it's a it, trip. It's maddening. Sometimes. They need to fix it. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> we need to start a petition. So you guys met. You were still in high school. Yeah. And you were just, just out, of out of high, high school. school, so you guys have been together for a pretty good while now. Yeah, no, we get oh, a lot of years. a lot of gay jokes on our way. But <laughs> we've joke been together about. a long time. Yeah. <laughs> but that's true statement of friendship oh, and musicianship. Yeah. You guys. Put up with this shit all these years. Yeah. There you go. But you guys have well, something. Mean, we get, it's you gotta. I mean, at this point, we know each other so well, so we will. It sound like. We hate each other when we talk oh, yeah. to each other. That's just a long-standing, yeah, yeah, you know, working if, relationship. If you was one of us was to walk away and somebody else tried to do that, then that would not stand. You know? <laughs> but it's just I don't know. It's, this just dudes the way we talk to each other. I don't know. That sounds it happens at fine work. to me. It feels like we spend a lot of time together. Yeah. Like you'd think, oh, we play a lot of music together, but it's more in cars yeah. than yeah. on stage. No, I get so, that. So like, I get that. I mean, you gotta. If you don't get along, you're yeah. not. <laughs> <laughs> well, tell me about the music scene from where you're from. Well, were right you now, it, or was it locally? Was there go, anything out there that like names? Not growing that, up, I mean, we had okay. to make do yeah. with what we had. But now, they're starting to. Things are starting to happen in Elizabethtown. They got that. Uh, Louis Bringers does a splatter tribe thing yes. on Wednesday nights, every Wednesday, yes. and then he does it books random Saturday. And that's a confusing thing for some of us down here. When I hear Louis, I think of Louis the local yeah. guy. Yeah. And now he's Louis. had a lot of involvement with the Bowling Green scene. Mm-hmm. He'll come down here and he does find lot, bands, and, and he interacts with a lot of us and books shows and again this is where the bowling green louisville connection come into play people like louis the local guy have a lot to do now louis bangers bringers bringers um i'm kind of new to him i just recently discovered this guy and it was through a mutual friend we all have which is the gravel and spiders band and i sent him our stuff of my the band i'm in to play in e-town yeah, yeah. He does and i work. didn't know i've never ever heard of e-town having a music scene well this is new i mean is it brand new like they never had like, like there's but i've never heard of bands that play E-Town, up there but there's just hasn't been anywhere to play so there's yeah. there's this really big city not far from a military base right in between two major cities with Lexington and Bardstown not far away. Everything's within a... Like, E-Town, in my opinion, is in smack dab in the middle you're of the right, state. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. And it is a f- large city. It's a very nice city, but it seems like it's car lots and restaurants and schools. Yeah, and yes. it's very almost Mayberry, but yet with main strips and restaurants that's, and businesses. I mean, that's very, it. Yeah. But is there is there in a music scene there is coming there of is. age now? Yeah. Um, Are you all playing there? Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, we play, well, yeah. we 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 recently got kicked out of Bourbon Barrel. <laughs> no, but we, we, gonna, we, got, we got that worked out. Oh, we we got a show book. They don't, don't like our content, <laughs> like because we get yeah, pretty political and just. I mean, downright offensive. Yeah. You well, mean you it, get political and they don't agree with what you're saying, yeah, so yeah, therefore they don't like it. Right. But I say it in a very asshole kind of way, too. Yeah, and I'm standing, you know, I'm looking behind him, like, in a mean face, like he's right, you know. <laughs> That's a big base. I mean, you could hurt somebody if yeah. you wanted to. I mean, I'll make it look easy, but it's... Yeah, it's <laughs> I'm just a great pick big it up guy. by the neck yeah, and, like, I can. smack I can somebody with it? it across my knee. And yeah, play exactly. Like, yeah. <laughs> I do all that fun stuff, you know. <laughs> the true... Upright bass yeah. player moves. It's it's have you it's seen an these little form. guys play one and they climb up on it. Yeah, and they'll stand on it. While That's what playing. they did back in the fifties. And I was I was when I got mine, I was like, hmm. Yeah, <laughs> you're a fair, fairly tall man, yeah, so I would think that six, you would you know, crack that thing in half. I didn't even try, you know. <laughs> no, it's too expensive. Because and that. I gotta raise it up so high that you gotta. Mm. It's, it's 
for yeah for height adjustment yeah. on your end you actually have to have the bar, the bar pretty has to be exposed wow i never thought about that a tall man can't play an upright bass without some adjustment yeah that's a yeah. trip i've never i've never even thought about that before this this because i i've been talking about getting it upright for years yeah but i just they're not cheap so no like, they are not <laughs> That's why I do not have yeah, one. Yeah, <laughs> so like, I, what, I got some of my taxes money. I mean, everybody's like, tax time's coming. You know, I, <laughs> I had this, <laughs> I had this tax money, and instead of investing it in my future or putting it in savings, well, you I, did invest it in your future. Well, your future of <laughs> my whole life. Yeah. So I just I went and bought this base, and ever since then, man. I'm getting more attention over this stand-up bass than mm-hmm. I've ever received. Isn't that great? Yeah, it's cool though. I don't, I don't, I don't. It's it's cool. You own it though, right? But it, I don't know. I'm a weird guy, so like <laughs> as soon as somebody starts telling me I'm good at something, I'm like, man, you need, yeah, like, you for play, real. You, I'm like, you need to oh, broaden your horizons because I'm not that good. And if <laughs> go here, listen, I'll give them three names of bassists. You need to go look at these guys because uh, I'm not that good i mean i'm and i but when people are standing there telling you you're so good it's no it's just because you've never seen somebody play this right play like the way i'm right because you all very much an original thing yeah i I thought we invented a genre until i found out that folk punk was a thing folk punk (laughs) yeah yeah but that's what you all refer to this well i mean that's where we i mean it's kind of what it falls yeah it's more more punk than folk though it's more punk Mm. than folk yes and but I, I agree mean, with that because I remember seeing it and I was yeah. like this is intense you know yeah. for a two piece band I was like this is really cool you know it was cool well he writes most all, he I've got a few songs on this album but he did see this is a product of this of is, all the bands yeah, we've been this in. Is all, yeah, this is all and before music. we talk about this, okay, go back to that story. <laughs> the first band, you're in high school. That was yeah, called... Yeah. Uh, and you're uh, just Strict out of high nine. school. Strict Nine. Strict Nine. Was the name of that band. <clears throat> and what's hometown for you? Is it E-Town? Or, or... He was in Garfield and I was yeah. in Cloverfield. Oh, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> the, you've never heard of these towns that we grew I've up heard, in. I've heard of them. <laughs> because I'm a, I'm a lifelong Kentuckian. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I studied the map so in near, fifth grade. And like Hardensburg would probably Hardensburg, be yeah. the or Irvington. Yeah. Okay. This is all we call it just Breckenridge County because right because that's what most of the yeah. state does. Yeah. And I love it when you're from Bowling Green and you go somewhere and someone will ask you where you're from and you say well, if you say Warren County they're like well where is that <laughs> Bowling Green well why didn't you just say Bowling Green and I was like I don't know why didn't you you, you don't <laughs> refer to Louisville as Jefferson County I mean. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah, it the is. small towns are referred to as the county. Yeah. And the big cities because are known by the city. Because you spend so much time in the whole, like, I, I lived in Garfield, but yeah. I didn't, you have to. You don't know where Garfield, Kentucky right, is. So, so. And also, your friend lived all the way across the county, so yeah. you're there more than you're at home, yep. or, you know. Makes sense. I think Breckenridge County is the eighth largest county in the state. It is fairly large. And it's... Uh, like 150th of in population. I don't know how many counties there are, but we don't have. There's very, a lot. We, we have, have a lot of counties. A big population. It's we mostly are farm. Farming. Commonwealth. Oh yeah, it's commonwealth. a commonwealth. Well, we could. We don't. We we could talk about that all day. We might run out of time. <laughs> but uh, that's the first band. That's yeah. how you all yeah. met. So, what's your brief history on music? Like oh, when did music? when did you discover it growing up? And I always liked it. I grew up listening to like ACDC mm-hmm. and all these hair metal bands, Motley Crue. So child of, of the eighties. Yeah. Okay. And uh, what was it? When I started getting into punk rock, like Green Day and Rancid, when that started getting real big it's in the early nineties, yeah. And uh, I got in a lot of trouble <laughs> with the law. Yeah. And then uh. Well, you're a punk. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, I was a little piece of shit, too. You were but, doing um, what, you, what you were supposed to do. Yeah. <laughs> well, I got in a lot of trouble and couldn't go anywhere, so I got a drum kit and learned how to play. Yep. Well, a friend of mine had just got in trouble as well, uh-huh. so that's all he had to do was go home and play guitar. So it came to you as a way of something to do because yeah. you kept kept you out of trouble. Yeah. 
Well, <clears throat> we got off uh, house arrest the same day and got together and started How playing. <laughs> it sounded like y'all were, did something bad together. <laughs> we did. We <We're>, were. <laughs> we did. And we don't have to incriminate you. We don't have to talk about that. Yeah, we did bad things together. But you were young. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Very young. You've grown up. 13, 14. Yeah, exactly. Good Lord, that's young. Yeah. So we, it was just the two of us forever. And then we finally got hooked up with him and actually started like playing shows and stuff. Okay. Now, so what did, year was this? Oh, God. 2001. Oh, not that long ago. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's 20 years. years yeah, <laughs> Never mind. I'm the guy that said, when you yeah. say 1975, oh, that was 30 years ago. No. But no, getting into 40. music, that was, I had an interest in it from like, as long as I can remember. Mm-hmm. But but you started on drums. Yeah, yeah. And when did you make the transition to discovering you could play guitar, write songs, write lyrics? I can't remember was exactly it like, Did it naturally just, like, just kind of happen? I got sick of playing drums because everybody wanted me to sing. Okay. And I was like, I can't do both. You, you can Night Ranger that shit if you want to. He yeah, did yeah. for oh, a long time. Sister years. Christian that, that shit to yeah. death, man. Yeah. He did it. I find it weird. Oh, I hate it. Like, it's strange. Like, I don't like it. Not looking at someone do it, but I personally, as a drummer... Hated it. Oh yeah, yeah. And all these bands would want me to sing backup and stuff. I'm, like, How do you? I'm moving. I'm yeah, bouncing. My voice anything. will do this while I'm yeah, singing. Yeah, and yeah. I'm like, it's a stupid thing. And I was like, I'm not going to wear a headset. I'm not Tommy Lee. Yeah. This is dumb. And so I usually would get out of it. But yeah. you know, some bands were like, we need to be perfect. And I'm like, fuck you and your perfection. Yeah, I don't want to be perfect. You don't need. I'll sing on the record. Make a great record. But yeah. live, you know, if you can't hold your own. Without having three people backing you up for perfect harmonies, we're not Bon Jovi. Fuck you. <laughs> just, just play the songs and have fun. You know? But you get started on drums. You transition over time to yeah. other instruments, and you've ended up comfortably, I'm assuming, yeah. where you are today. Yeah, pretty well. Because you like playing guitar and singing? No, it's fine. It's oh. picking you up. <laughs> No, it's up. picking you up. I, I'm, I'm watching the mic. Like, I'm watching him keep getting further away from the microphone. Well, uh, I got, the I got you guys cranked up in the mix. <laughs> I'd make a great sound man. <laughs> but not what we're talking about. Uh, <laughs> just your transition of music. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, I guess really the first band I was seriously in and played guitar was Stereotyped. Really? Yeah. That's crazy. I was in a couple like punk bands with like high school kids and but, i was i was the old guy hanging around right you know? garage bands but yeah. still kind of just finding your way yeah well i was kind of like a mentor to them everybody like liked me so <laughs> that's good <laughs> but yeah so i i got in a band with a bunch of kids on several occasions and got them going horrible punk bands kids that supposed like, to be playing shows with people that like have never touched a drum kit or a bass in their life but we that's got a show tomorrow that's very <laughs> like I've done that several times. You do that in a garage and yeah. tape it and listen back to it and go, "This is terrible." Yeah, but to do it, oh yeah, but it's like so much day fun. before the yeah. show. Yeah, that's a little weird. Yeah, can't I'll, say I've heard that. It was that a lot before. of fun. Yeah, yeah. Did it keep you out of trouble? Oh, I was already an adult by then. I had okay. to stay out of trouble or go to jail. But you've so already was, learned was, your lesson. I, I had learned. But my music lesson. had come into your life oh, yeah, probably yeah. at the right time. Yeah, and it definitely saved did. You from. A, yeah. a world of a path you could have gone down i mean i was still a pretty well a piece of shit but it's you okay know. you can be a piece little, of shit without being in jail about it <laughs> there's a lot of them <laughs> i think being a, an, a, an asshole and a musician go good together oh sometimes. yeah definitely keeps the fans away <laughs> <laughs> well we don't the, want to the annoying yeah. fans no, i'm just kidding so uh transition from that what was the timeline for you uh to get from there to here i mean obviously you just said it's about 20 years at this point yeah well i mean you if the stereotype was the first time you play guitar he started that band as the singer mm-hmm. yeah and uh and you came into that well no no, no he was there first yeah that oh you particular were particular band he always got, finds the bands and then just drags yeah, me yeah i'm like because if he, <laughs> i'm like i know a guy you know like yeah. we need this or we need that yep so that's what we can both play multiple instruments right so yeah like, what do you need i know a guy that can so do if that. something dissolved you would find something else yeah, I got and, yeah, yeah. And, okay and that's then, great we how long did that band last what stereotype yeah 
That was like 2007 to 2011, I want to say. We were in there for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we, we made a record and was playing around Louisville. So was that home base to you? Has it always technically been home base to you? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because it's the only place nearby that has anything. It's got the venues, but it's got other bands that you gel with. And so therefore you're able to find people in your same category. I'll tell you, that that was a straight metal band too. Really? It was like almost doom metal, stoner metal. I kind of... Like this stuff. Whenever I started playing punk, he's been telling me uh, ever since I've known him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> man, this metal is not where you want to be. We need to start playing this punk rock, and I've always liked punk rock. Yeah, but when I, we started playing it, I was like, "This is so much better." And for some reason, the metal heads—they're just so serious. Seem, yeah, they—they're not fun. They seem like I—I I know like, what you mean. I don't know. It almost and I'm feels one like, of them, but no, I'm like metal. an energetic, right. outgoing, yeah, like type of like metal person. In competition with you, like yes, it seems musically like that, yes, yeah. And like, why is it that is not the nowhere near the point of this? And why do you look at it that way? Yeah, but you can't get away from it. So we just switch, kind of just well, we're gonna play punk rock from now on, okay. <laughs> which is a great place to be yeah in my opinion those guys they They just want to have fun like all music genres have their little i guess language Mm -hmm. so to speak or their their ways of being you know and i think the punk community has probably the most open-minded set of people yeah and the most uh helpful yeah, they seem they, to be very helpful toward each other. Yeah, well, and this most of us live behind a dumpster for six months at some time. No, that's true, now. you know. But I mean, the ones that actually are able to book shows and have, you know, things going well, usually pull their friends' bands up mm-hmm. and go, "Hey, I got oh, a gig yeah. at this venue. We got a connection. You've got to come too." Right. And and so it's a helpful thing. It's a it's a beautiful thing yeah, to really look yeah, at it i can't I, it's my favorite this is my favorite thing that we've ever mm-hmm. done so yeah so what was the second thing after your introduction together in that first band mm. well he was when you was in from rise to ruin for from rise while. to ruin yeah from they were from breckenridge county too and they played in evansville a lot evansville uh-huh. now evansville has been brought up several times through other people i've interviewed and i've played there a few times too i've only played there once and that was with from Rise it's Around. a great music scene but it's also like this hidden bastard town that indiana yeah. doesn't acknowledge like i've met people from indianapolis that don't even know evansville is oh, a yeah. thing like me, they yeah. just think it's another dot on the map and yeah. they don't know anything about it it's weird yeah but i just the one show? That yeah, was all that's you the got? only time I ever played up there, and that was I was really hoping the only show I might ever have played been with that band. Longer connection to the Evansville you know music. I scene. quit for Rise of the Room when I got in stereotyped. <laughs> <laughs> well, he was drumming in that band. Okay, and then he was yeah. singing in our band. Oh, and then double duty. Well, he, we had a drummer, so he yeah. just had to sing. Yeah, but then he started playing guitar too, because why not? I mean, we need two is always better, right? And he's already yeah. there, and he's good. So. Yeah, instead of with. But then yeah. after that, it was just didn't do anything when that band split. Hmm. Yeah, not until I come and got you well, for chaos and reason. Yeah. Chaos and reason. And yeah, what year that, would that have been? That that man. That's <laughs> I got the tough questions. I know. Well, Two thousand. It made me think of time and it's all before eight ish. Well, it was it Eastern time or something. It was before Emma was born, right? So it had to been. I don't know. It had to be in 2007 or 8-ish. Okay. And uh, the, I went and uh, they needed a bass player, so I went and auditioned, and then they were looking for a second guitarist, so I'm like, hey, get this guy. No. Got pulled in. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it happens every time, every time. so far. <laughs> yeah, but right now you're hit, you're sitting pretty with what yeah. you've built because, again, it's like it shows that all of this you're talking about has led to where you are today. Yeah. And it makes sense that it's come down to the two of you. Yeah. If you're the two that really stick it out and, now, and hold chaos it together. reason is still a thing. Yeah. Oh, it is. You're just not, you're just not in it? No, but, uh, we're all, we just, 
We're oh, to wait, t- yeah. You said before I started rolling, you're in another band. Yeah. But your focal point for this interview and sake was on Clover Creek yeah. Bastards. Yeah. Well, we're just here by ourselves. So. Yeah. I mean, that's what those, we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you're in this other guys, band, isn't it? Yeah. It's still a band. Yeah. We okay. just played a show last night with yeah. some guys. Okay, great. That's why I'm on uh, horse. Bruce Keys, in, Bruce Keys yeah, yeah. the South End up there. Wow, yeah. I've played there. Yeah, Mark Twice, Moody I show, think. He's, you know, yeah. always sound, he's now, Louie's not involved in that one anymore, not right? Not anymore. He's, we uh, did 21st Amendment. 21st Amendment. We played Tavern New Year's Eve up where there. We did New Year's Eve for him. Oh, he's still booking shows then. Yeah, that yeah. was a bastard show. See, I need to call or contact him somehow. We call him Greasy Louie. <laughs> That's how we get him. <laughs> That's how we, because there's two Louies and... Yeah, no, Greasy Louie. I'm Chichi telling you, Louis. when I discovered the Louie in E Town, I was like, "Wait, that's not the same Wait, Louie." I... His wife calls him Gooey Louie. <laughs> yeah, Gooey, Gooey Louie, lovely. Yeah, Gooey Louie. Gee, nice. <laughs> but you know, it's all we, we do this. If it's we're all not making yeah. fun of you. We don't. No, no, no. I, I, you know, yeah, I totally not get like that. I'm trying to insult it. I mean. So real quick though, just because the other guys aren't here, tell me a little bit about this other band that you're in. Oh well, it's it's the main band, you know. Yeah. Oh, it is. Yeah, we um, for a short time, got well, pretty. We hadn't played a show in about four years. Yeah, because, wow. Like we lost a guitar player, and uh, we were that really at a Doyle show. Yeah, <laughs> I was at that show. Oh, really? At Diamond Pub. No, no, this, no, was, this was Expo uh, Five. Expo Five. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, and, I was not uh, at that show. Yeah, because we opened for Duel at Expo Five. All like, right. You played with Gravel Spiders at the uh, Diamond yeah. Pub. Yeah. yeah. And uh, uh, he uh, he's pawned all his equipment to go buy heroin. So yeah. And didn't tell anybody, uh, and then just didn't show up again, and that like really mm. left a bad taste in everybody's mouth. Yeah. Yeah. So mm. we didn't. We went and started the Bastards. The singer went and joined another band. They, yeah. And the drummer was focusing on his marriage, I guess. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, but anyway, so we're all, we never stopped totally. It just took a little break. Right. Yeah. Because of the right. incident. And, and now we're just now starting to book shows again. Okay. So. And as we're taping this, you played last night. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So what is, again, what's the name of this band and where can everybody listening find it? Oh, uh, chaos, chaos and, and reason. reason. Yeah, it's on Facebook and YouTube, I think. So, I no, mean, face- well, maybe I don't know. Well, there's Facebook for sure. <laughs> Just Google it. Facebook, <laughs> chaos and reason on Facebook. It's, okay, and uh, you'll find all our videos there. And uh, and you guys have released quite a bit. Yeah, okay. on that 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 page has been running for a while. So right. Well, we've only got like one EP. We don't have anything recorded yet. We have a. Uh, we have a, a bunch of a songs. Bunch of right, songs. you just, the work yeah. part of it. Because, you know how it is. Metronomes. Yeah, we, we had a drummer <laughs> that would not use a metronome, so we tried to record. Yeah. But it just, we just scrapped it all because yeah. you if you can't, don't use you're a metronome, better off, I don't want to record If you don't, make, if you don't use a metronome, you should just record a live album. Yeah. That, like, yes. that's how I look at yeah, it. Yeah, okay. yeah, that's the only way. Or you can use a metronome and the focal point prior to taping. Mm-hmm. You can listen to it, play along with it, get your vibe and mindset set on it. But yeah. then you don't necessarily have to have it running. And yeah. the trick I learned years ago was the night before a session, if you're just doing one song, you go to sleep with that metronome ticking. Oh, no. Put it under your pillow. Yeah. Really yeah. light, real light. You barely hear it, but you wake up, and I mean, you walk in the studio the next day, and you're on point. With whatever that metronome, I never thought about yeah, that. It's cool a trip, idea. dude. It's one it of the best be hard secrets to trick I ever learned. My learn. brain either because it's not very smart. <laughs> it's like if you with. sleep on it, though, your your heart and mind is like locked, hmm. and you're just that's all you have on. Like you're you're almost walk at that pace. Hmm. It's a trip. Cool. It's some trippy shit. Drumming is a tricky thing if you really dive deep into it. Because I spent years on it. Now I'm a bass player. It's like I had so much better. Yeah, I love it. I love it. I love well, it. I mean, I play guitar and sing. So. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we, I play drums, too. That's what I started doing. My dad was a drummer mm-hmm. in a country band. Mm-hmm. So first thing I did was play drums. But 
Now, uh, uh, yeah, I haven't gotten much on your background, so I'll I'll focus on your oh, background well, real quick. You start. So, you too started out as a drummer yeah, at a young age. Yeah, I was real young, like ten or eleven. But your father played drums right. in a cover band in a country country band. band. It, okay, I mean they did covers. I mean yeah. everybody does. But yeah, it was this is country, middle America. Right. I mean, so so that was kind of nothing out of the normal for you to right. be around and yeah but then you know when teenage janks takes over and you i don't like country very much i mean like real country is good but yeah like, you there's a fine line right yeah <laughs> you walk the line yeah. on the country and uh i get it so i mean i was not a very popular kid and uh i was spending a lot of time alone so i learned to play guitar mm-hmm. and everything once I learned to play guitar, everything else just seemed to fall right in line. Right. It's all mm-hmm. re- relatable. Mm-hmm. So, And what were you listening to on your own growing up? Like, what inspired you to... Well, the first album I ever bought was The Oz Man Cometh. There you go. Yeah, so it's that's what I like. But I also can tell you about Criss Cross and Vanilla Ice. You know, like, <laughs> I, I was growing up, and MTV still played yeah. music. Oh, of course. So I was, you know, all that stuff. At that point... Everybody is vibing on the same thing. Right. Nowadays, it's you are going, like, if, if I try to tell you about a band that I'm listening to, the only place you're going to find them is on YouTube. And yeah. like, For the most part. Yeah. yeah, and nobody's ever heard of them because, I, I don't know, even where they're from. I just, they yeah. come up on my YouTube. Yeah. So nobody has that connection with each other with uh, we all are listening to the same things that yeah that's gone away now it has uh, it's down to word of mouth more than anything yeah. but that is not exactly terrible because of what they've done to mainstream music they mm-hmm. it has become generic oh and yeah just regurgitated it always was but i think in a nostalgia sense the three of us can look back on that era and say well i didn't I danced uh, to Cindy Lauper and well, Madonna yeah, yeah, and shit, but, but, like, but we was more there the... is a huge difference now. Yeah, but when yeah. that grows, but it's almost the same machine yeah. aspect of how right. it's done. You like know? you could, if you could recall all these grunge artists, they would be signed by the label and be speaking out against that label, telling, yeah, like yeah. you know, fa- <laughs> Prince is famous for this. Oh yeah, yeah. So, but the grunge scene is what did it for us because yeah. they were just like. I don't know. I loved it. <laughs> like, fuck everybody. They were really smart about it, though, and I think they all kind of knew if we take this deal from this le- label that really doesn't give a shit about us, they're signing us because it's a trend. Right. They took the deal, they made the records, they got the fan base, they made their money, they all went on to form their own yes. independent label mm-hmm. and bring their friends yeah. along for the ride. They were all very smart about it because they actually care about music, mm-hmm. not the glamour side, the selling point side. They don't right. really give a fuck if you sell X amount of records. No. Of course, it's great. Yeah. If you owned a record label, I wouldn't want to sign a band that sold three CDs to their friends. I mean, you want to make money, but yeah. there's no money really in it unless no. you own the business and make all the shit. But then it becomes this wheel you got to play enough shows to get money to pay for the sessions and then the record sells enough to make your money back on paying for the sessions yeah but then the label putting out the record makes all the money off the record so you make a small amount yeah but your shit comes from merch and sales and merch and all that stuff and it's this wheel it's a wheel that just keeps going and it's almost the best way I just heard it recently was someone said the music industry is like a fan that's going back and forth it's oscillating but it's got the streamers tied to it and they're just flapping around and they're going all these different directions I'm like yeah it's a perfect like it stands perfectly still that's the music yeah, and then the business and all this other shit that goes along with it is all of these streamers just flapping out there, yeah. but it just blows around. You know, <laughs> it's like I was like, that was a brilliant way to put it. You know, it made sense. That's why I stay out of the business of it. No, we we don't make any money. But you no, know, and again, even when we do, punk we give it away. Doesn't you yeah? Know, like the we, punk element, I think, is it's so true 
to the art form. Of right. it. That, we, that's the that point. Of they this. don't care now. Obviously, you got to have a little money to make yeah. the records and yeah. print the T-shirts. Not anymore. Not like, really, but still. We, oh yeah, we do. You still got to buy cords and microphones. DIY. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there's cords and microphone, but yeah. those are just. I mean, you're going to need that stuff anyway. But I mean, a small amount. If you we play got, a gig as a band and you get paid two hundred bucks, and you immediately put two hundred dollars into home recording or burning CDs or yeah. buying paper, right, you know, to print do. your shit. That's what you do. That's <laughs> yeah. what everybody's doing. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the punk if, community's been doing it for forty, right, fifty so, years yeah. at this point. We both have the capabilities for home recording, mm-hmm. and it's too. Everybody has it now. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. And the way we're doing this is, it's you just plug it right in. Yeah. Do it one, you know, mm-hmm. however many takes it takes, you know, and then mix it together, and we have an album. We right. never, we never look to any producer to help. We just did yeah, ourselves. Well, but that since you've got a grip on it, you know what you want, right? And you're in control of it, right? Yeah. Robbie mixed and produced this whole album. Right. Right. And it, he, I, I can't, he did things with I, I, that I would never have thought of. And I love it, it makes like the intro that he put on the very first song. What is that guy? Uh, what? I can't remember his name, but he's going off at a city council meeting about <laughs> cops killing people. And yeah. I was just like, oh man, oh. This, this guy's just, just going city, off. Yeah, it's just a, oh, like a, it's a, a public, it's like in Sacramento or yeah, something. It's, we don't, it's on it's public YouTube. access yeah. shit. Yeah. Yeah. And we just put that, the audio of that guy screaming at the officials. Yeah. In front of the song and it hit, it's, it, it's perfect. Yeah. And I'm sure the vote still went the wrong way. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure yeah. Don't you love it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, so I don't see, any reason to get any other um, businessmen involved in this. Yeah. No, so but like, I mean, again, it doesn't really, it's not really required anymore. Uh, no, we're doing no. this. You know? We do have to send off and get the CDs pressed. You know, and, yeah. uh, and the, you know, but, but that, again, if you work a day job, you can usually afford yeah, to right. save up <clears> and <throat> you guys play gigs, you make a little money and stuff. You can do it. You're it's in complete hard, control yeah. of it. I got. It. We both have jobs, so our life yeah. is uh, is paid for. So right, everything. This is fun, right? Yeah, yeah. And it's something you're passionate about, and, and, and you put it. money into it because you want to. Yeah, and yeah. you get out of the satisfaction of seeing people come enjoy to the shows the and music, tell you how yeah. much they enjoy the music, and you're doing what you want to do. But you're also in two bands, which yeah. helps a little bit too, because you're kind of juggling two different worlds. You get to be in the full band, the heavy yeah. rock, and do the things you loved all these years doing. But Clover Creek Bastards is very much a, a, a world of its own. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's other bands out there in that vein, but you guys are, are totally original. Yeah, well, I was going to start. I love bluegrass music. Okay. So I, was, I got this bass with the full intention learning that. of going and playing in a bluegrass <laughs> oh, what's string that, band. What's that new stuff they're calling? Thrash grass? Thrash and stuff grass. Like, stuff yeah. Like yeah, and that's very and, very quick. Yeah, like it's, uh, The yeah. speed of it is but amazing. I got it, and I just I needed practice with it before I could do anything right. else. So, so I'm like, dude, let's play. And, then, and it just kind of happened. And then I was like, yeah. well, I got this song so from 20 years ago that yeah. we got thrown away from a band we was in. You know, So you've recycled some stuff, songs. but you've recycled old songs yeah, yeah. and made them new again. I mean, we wrote all the songs, so, yeah. but we why lose them to time? It's just the right. band I was in when I wrote that song is no more. I agree why, totally why with that. Why just bring it back? Yeah. And I wrote the damn thing. Especially so. when it was a, a band that didn't necessarily record. It, did, it wasn't known. So maybe yeah. a handful of people you know might yeah. remember that. But the the rest of us, people like me, would have never known right. that that song was done right. years ago. And know? we even do, like, basically covers of, you know, like the song on their uh, Buzzards in My Mind. Yeah. I wrote that song, but it was originally in a Chaos and Reason song. Okay. And we just threw it in there because we needed another song. Well, there you go. We were in that band, so we both knew how to play it. I think it's smart. I think yeah. it's a cool way to do something. Yeah, we, we're, we I mean, our, the second album's already written. Great. Yeah, yeah, we just have to learn each other's songs that we've wrote. <laughs> yeah. That's all it is. Yeah, so it's a timing thing. Yeah. It's, well, that's why, that's, you know, it, nowadays you can just pass a, a, a flash CD. drive, yeah. a CD. Yeah. And here's a, here's a scratch track of all the things mm-hmm. I got. 
and I'll just listen to it on the way back forth to work. Right. And in a week, I'll be able to. Yeah, you come up with. Yeah. Yeah. That's and kind of how we're my band's been working lately. Is that's the smartest way. Yeah, to it's do like it, you can just toss out bits. Is everybody in life? This is America, and you have to participate in the grind, if you will. Oh, yeah. Like they're not gonna, or go live behind a dumpster again. You know, yeah. like. <laughs> <laughs> and I've been there. Yeah, but. Yeah. So we have to do that. So this is the right. only way to keep at a certain level. Mm-hmm. Like we we want to be the best musicians. We make a lot of fun of each other and right. yeah. and like how we're not very good, but. Well, you're always trying we all to, do that. I know, but that's you, because we're all worse critic. Should be yeah. trying yeah. to get better. Right. You're only looking at what you can't do yet. Right. Like I want to be able to do this, and I can't, so I'm yeah. not. You know, that's why you're all self-critical. Yeah, always be self-critical. Yeah. It's growth. There's that's, no such thing as talent. No, like you got to work your ass off. Oh though. yeah, absolutely. Be able to do I know anything. you understand because we get this constantly. Because we would seem that we just sprung. Because nobody ever seen anything like this. No. I never, and around Louisville and E-Town area, there's like two stand-up bass players mm. in the whole area. So when I get out there, just slap this thing like an old It brings money. attention. Right. Yeah, you know, like I've never seen anybody do that. Yeah. Like, well, you need to go to a bluegrass show. Yeah. You and know? there's not enough people screaming while they're doing acoustic yeah. shows, and I don't understand that. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, it just depends on the audience, where you're at, and what you're doing, and all that. Stuff. We're, the reason we the, we're not that good, which is why we play <laughs> this type of music. It's like because you don't have as long as you're singing in key, you don't have to have a. It's good It's not about how good you are. It's that are you are you passionate about right. what you do? Yeah. Do you love what you do? And we therefore yeah. people will notice that right. as opposed to whether you're singing off key mm-hmm. or if and it's then, a good song. When you know? we th- because he loves get political in his songs. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love it, too, because... I it, do, too, but I'm very delicate on how I word it. No, this guy, <laughs> he is like the weird owl of politics. He'll just, there's a song on here, the title is God Hates Us All. Yes, I see that. So we're... We I've been grow studying up, your CD since you walked in and gave it to me. We grew up in the Bible Belt, essentially. And Technically, yeah, I, it is Kentucky's a weird state. Yeah, and, but yeah. are we North South? Are we Bible Belt or yeah, not? Like right. it's it's kind of like the state itself is divided, just like the time zone. Right. Like so it's we, literally cut in half. We didn't make anything up. We just took what these people that we grew up around yeah. told us, and just reset it. Yeah. We just exactly what they said. We just said it again. Yeah, in a way that makes sense to you is just makes it sound stupid yeah. like, <laughs> well I, I got the idea when i found out that uh fred phelps was dying from the westboro baptist church mm-hmm. and i was just like is this some bad taste and then i like saw some stuff about it on facebook i looked at the comments was, the first comment i saw was like i wish i could push him over the edge and blah blah, blah. i was like oh this isn't a bad taste at all no i think we should uh no you know, need the roast guys <laughs> yeah like that, march man. around and, and, <laughs> yeah. and insult the shit out of them you yeah. know? but that is the one that they don't want us playing in e-town yeah, yeah. because it's so Christian heavy right. place. They're like, well, and, yeah. And one particular night, it was just bad booking because it was like a uh, very religious country band yeah. that was opening for us. For us. Wow. And yeah. when that we, as soon fun. as we started playing, first song in, I could see all their jaws just on yes. the table. Like, what? What are they saying? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. Know, that, that was a Louis Brangers yeah. idea. Oh, it, we. It's all part of it because we dress up in like suit and tie yes. and a hat. Yeah, and I know. We play an acoustic instrument. I guess I we, was expecting you to walk in like that. No, today. we don't. We don't. <laughs> <laughs> and, but it's all about the mind fuck because yeah. we, we look at these two guys and we look like you're we're about to play yeah. Yeah, a certain thing yeah. and then we don't. Yep. You know? So, and it always it gets them. It's a revival of another sort. Yeah. I look like a preacher when I go. You I, do. I remember yeah. that. that I just, just, I'll never just, forget when you all went on stage. I'm just like, what? But then it's about to happen. <laughs> I mean, it was great. It yeah. was great. It was absolutely that's, that's great. That's all by design. His wife has to have the credit because she's been <laughs> telling us for years, you need a gimmick. Y'all need a gimmick. The suits was yeah. the gimmick? Yeah, but we yeah. always said that's stupid. We don't want a gimmick. We don't want to <laughs> have to keep up with a gimmick, you know? <laughs> But well, wear a suit. That's you don't have to put on makeup deal. and right. hair and you all just that. Just so. put on a certain type yeah. of clothing. That's a not shirt. that yep. big a deal. Yep. So, 
There's your gimmick. And it she, it worked. It worked. It, and <laughs> it led you to where you are today, which is Clover Creek Bastards. Uh, brilliant name. And I'm excited to hear this record because all I know about you guys is what I saw live. So I saw a live show. I haven't yeah. heard this yet, but I'm assuming you've captured the raw essence of oh, who yeah. you are live on a record with some it trickery of better on the record. Of yeah. course, you added right. a triangle and made it enhance the song, right? Well, he plays a, a, a fake banjo. We call it thing. Uh, a banjo or a gitjo. 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 Yeah, know I know exactly it. what that is. Just six string banjo. Yeah. Yep. So we we put it on extra stuff on the album that we can't do live yeah. but live is where you get to see like we say all kind of stuff in the middle yeah. between songs like yep. when I heard like cause when we first started Gravel and Spiders helped us a lot mm-hmm. yeah, and we definitely. probably played eight shows with them in a row wow and uh somewhere along in there they said that somebody I think it was Gooey Louie he said <laughs> uh, he said that they were the most offensive band in Louisville Gravel and Spiders is and I was like Oh, hold up. Yeah, hold, hold my beer. Hold up. You know, so we, <laughs> so during that short run of shows, we just were trying to one-up each other. Yeah. And Ian, you oh. can't beat him because, yeah. I mean, he'll just pull his pants down and he's like... Ian is an <laughs> alien from another planet. Yeah. I love every yeah, thing about yeah. that guy like he, oh, he is almost i wish i could be more like that sometimes <laughs> but not, then again i'm not I brave guess, enough for that yeah i'm not brave enough That's exactly the yeah, it's a it, perfect way it's to put cowardice. it we're a bunch of cowards <laughs> i've yeah. never in my life met someone so just brutally honest and carefree yeah that's why i like but him. he'll you can't not but love him you know i mean amy's I mean? got she's doing a real good job of hating him <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, she's like the like the babysitter of that. Like every time I play a show, Ian gets wasted, and she's got to like rein him in. You know, <laughs> it's that was fun. like a uh, uh, oh Sean from Scrooge Mandela too. Oh yeah, that's another band I want to call out too because they're really Mandela. good. Yeah, yeah they're, they're from, from Louisville too. Well, go ahead and just band. go down the list because we're on our on our way out of this uh, episode here. But oh, go ahead and mention a few bands that mean something to you and. Oh, well, Scrooge Mandel is definitely one of them. They're kids. They're like young guys, and they're coming up. Okay. And they got Facebook. Everybody's on Facebook. Of course. Yeah. Gravel and Spiders, for sure. Everybody needs to check them out. Uh, Chaos and Reason. Chaos and Reason, is the yeah. band Never heard of them. Yeah. Shameless self-plug. Yeah. Oh, and uh, there's, a, there's a string band I play bass for called That's What She Said. Nice. And, uh, Everyone's favorite catchphrase. Yeah. Yeah. So that's like a poppy kind of bluegrass feel but okay well who else there's wow, so many good stuff. Play, yeah um push start is push another start, good one. Yes, uh, yes. i know push start yeah i'm, I'm aware of them i'm yeah. aware of uh, there's a lot of bands that have come to my attention from louisville that i'm trying to get down here yeah and obviously i'm gonna try to do the same for you guys but i'm limited on like i have connections but i can't go to these clubs and be like just give me a date and let me handle it like they yeah. want to make sure that they've got their finger on who's coming and mm-hmm. will it be well that's crowds another, like, and like stuff this like whole that. duo can because we'll just we'll play a show tomorrow yeah. you know yeah. like if you call us up i'm like robbie you working nope well then we'll play a show yeah we'll, we can just jump if in the I'm truck and we'll play a show right yeah. no matter <laughs> and we drive to uh tennessee where was that what's the name of that damn town we was in Knoxville. Knoxville. Why did I forget that? I don't know. <laughs> Fairly large city. Yeah, I know. And it, we'll just take off and go because we can fit everything in the truck and there's just two of us. Let's go. Yep. Yeah. And that was the whole point. That's awesome. And the furthest so north was what? Dayton, Columbus. Ohio. Or Dayton, Ohio. Columbus, Ohio. Columbus, Ohio. Yeah. Something like that. So, yeah, we're trying to branch out because we Good. don't care to but take I, off. Uh, the Louisville scene became... I was in a band for a brief minute called the Moonshine Millionaires. That's a cool I played name. drums for them for about six months, and they were based in Louisville, but I think they rehearsed in Bardstown. Mm-hmm. Uh, Buckshot George was their bass player before Gravel and Spiders. Do you know Jason? Oh, uh, no. no. You know, no, you know who he is, though? I you might know who Jason know. is. I probably. Man, we meet so many people. Right. You know, but I, I started people. playing with them, and that was kind of my introduction to Louisville after all these years of bands going up there and playing shows and stuff. I started going up there to play shows late in life, and I discover all these cool bands and clubs that I just heard about. 
but yeah. I've met bands that I've just absolutely fallen in love with. Banshee Child's one of them. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah, the Mighty Ohio's really good. Yeah. Um, think I have to really scratch my head on this because there's so many. Your town has an incredibly large music scene. Ours yeah. has a deep history and it's rooted and it's diverse and it's all these things, but. Louisville is a much older city, and it's got a much deeper music scene. But so many bands have come from there, mm-hmm. or at least called it home. Yeah, you know, you can find any type of music you want up there. Like, yeah, it's all there. Yeah, from pop down to like we, because I, I mean, I'm spread out over different genres right. now. So I, play, I play with these bands that are 100 percent pop. You know, yeah, yeah. and then. The next night, we'll go out and play uh, with these metal bands, yeah. you know. it's. I just want to have my hands in everything, you know. Well, I think you're doing pretty good. <laughs> but this is your focal point for today, today. especially, yeah. because you guys, again, you seem really proud of what you've built. Yeah. And uh, everyone needs to check it out, and I really hope to get you down to Bowling Green sometime. No, anytime. Oh, yeah. anytime. Or, no, I mean, Bowling Green has a music scene, but then we kind of have that circle around us you've got cave city and glasgow and all these other cities that have venues now that they've all finally come into the 21st century and started (laughs) serving alcohol yes uh there's a lot of good venues around here but um you know you just don't know who wants what and well i mean if you ever if you ever need a last minute i i got i got i got a spot i needed to get you in so I'm, (laughs) i'm gonna work on that but I'm, I mean, a lot of people come to me for shows, and stuff. I'm like, I'm not a manager. I, I, well, I just know people. That, well, know? I mean, yeah. you know, we will, I just know people. Yeah, we but it's not like a, a guarantee. Anybody that gets us a gig, you can have ten percent of the money we make. Look at that. So anyway, now you're gonna, your phone's gonna blow up. <laughs> yeah. So usually, but the the venue doesn't really pay. You know that. Some some of them do. Some of them you get door, and some of them. You get exposure, <laughs> but with that, we'll do that. So I've got like yeah. fifty thousand credits and exposure. <laughs> I need to cash them in. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, speaking of today in this modern era of right now as we stand, Clover Creek Bastards has the first record, which is a full length album, thirteen song record. Yep. And uh, you guys say you've got more songs. You've got uh, what's twenty twenty have in store for you? We're, we're almost done get... with an EP. Okay. And, uh, so that should see the light of day at some I've point? I've decided that I don't want to try to do a full-length album again because that's a pain in the ass. But uh, So I decided to split the next album up between like three Right. Weeks. <laughs> Seems like a lot of people do that now. Yeah. Because well, most of it ends up online anyway, yeah, so it's like it doesn't matter. Like we can record it in a couple of days, yeah. but... He has to sit there and listen to it for yeah. two weeks, you know. Yeah, yeah. and that, doing that full album just killed me. I've never lots done of that coffee. Before. Yeah, yeah. Lots of anything else. I did the last <laughs> album and the stereotyped album. I mixed it and yeah. we just. That's why when this come up, I was like, "You're doing it." Yeah. <laughs> I'm not mixing it, yep. you know, because that is the worst part. And yeah. even though that's where all your um, production ideas come in, right? By the time I get through it, I don't even care. I just want to get everything leveled out and get right. it done. Like, but he he has ideas. He's an artist. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, you guys got a really cool thing going, and uh, I'm excited to see what the future has in store. Well, uh, thanks for having. Obviously, us you're going to yeah. move forward with this yeah. and the other band that you're in. Well, but we're going to just continue. Just the, the two of you are going to yeah. continue to play music oh, no yeah, matter yeah. what, no matter what. Yeah. So that's great. Well, as far as local speaking. Do you know of any bands in Bowling Green? Like, are you familiar with much of the scene down here? Or have really any of us anymore. come up to see you guys or or play shows have that you've that, been on? That, I mean, we that could be that, but oh, we yeah. not that, just not really they, that we haven't come up, right? You know, but this is the first time I've been in this town in probably ten years. Really? Yeah. Yeah. There's. Well, hopefully that changes. Yeah. Because I think you would really enjoy some of the venues we have here. And I think some of the the audience around here would probably really dig you guys. Well, I hope so. Out, yeah. yeah, that's what we want people to like us. I mean, we don't, you know, we don't care if you don't have to. No, like it's us. not I'm about that. It it's about well, yeah, you're, you. You have you have this thing, and it's a really cool project. Right. And the point of it is to be on stage and letting people yeah. hear it. So, 
you know, need to come I feel down. Like, I feel like this is the best thing we've ever been a part of as That's far cool. as finished product. You know? Right. Yeah. So I really – I push it everywhere I go because right. I'm like, man, you've got to listen to this. Everything, all the message that, that, that come across in the songs is right. – just right up to date even though some of it was wrote 10 15 yeah. years no ago. it still holds it's still yeah we're still going through the same issues as a society history so like, history repeats itself right yeah <laughs> so I, it's just I, everywhere i go and this is how revolution started is with the music you know yeah that's true so i would everybody loves a good fight song we make a fight album yeah <laughs> <laughs> It's an entire but soundtrack. You well, if you get past the goofy shit. Yeah, well, that's also, there's no. a hidden track on here ah. that you have to look for. <laughs> I'll find it. And half of it's just us laughing at each other because we can't, we tried to, we just couldn't, for some reason. <laughs> we couldn't play the song. We couldn't play the song. And nice. It, and it's like a bluegrass song. Yeah, it's three chords, we, yeah. but we couldn't do it because we couldn't stop laughing. There but you go. That could have, there <laughs> might have been drugs involved with this, but <laughs> Maybe. It, it is funny. And everybody listens to it, doesn't it? Well, just, it's just, it's pretty obvious that you guys are really proud of what you've got. You're yeah. very passionate about what you're doing, and I hope good things come your way. Thank well, you. Thank and you. I'm going to do, do my part to help out. Thank you. Because, again, I really probably should open a management company. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get everyone to email and, and call me back all the time. <laughs> but uh, Jimmy Shamrock, Heavy D of the Clover Creek Bastards from Louisville, Kentucky. Yeah. As you would say, but not really. From Breckenridge <laughs> County. Yeah. I mean, nobody's really from Louisville. No, nobody's no. from Nashville either. <laughs> but that's how it is. Uh, hopefully, you guys can come down to Bowling Green soon and often and do your thing and hook up with some good bands yep. down here. And in return, they can come up to Louisville and do oh, some yeah, stuff with you. And hopefully, I'll be one to get that revolution started with all you. All right, cool. All so right. I appreciate you guys driving down all the way from the north. <laughs> to come down here and do the sound atlas so thank you very much and come back to our city anytime thanks for having us dean thank you. Awesome. thank you bye